We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Matthew's Gospel, the 17th chapter. Verse 19, Then came the disciples to Jesus' part and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. Now see, unbelief is caused by what you believe. If you're going to believe circumstances and situations rather than the Word of God, then you're going to back off a lot of things in life. Because Satan's job is to make it look like it's not working. You read the parable of the sower in Mark, the fourth chapter. It's very evident that it's Satan that comes to steal the Word. Five things that Jesus said he used to steal the Word from you. Affliction, persecution, deceitfulness, riches, lust of other things entering in, you see. Affliction. In other words, when you go to believing for healing, you probably get worse. I mean, I had a man in my service one time. He came in the prayer line, laid hands on him, prayed the prayer of faith. He had a chronic back ailment. He said, for 20 minutes after you laid hands on me, I hurt worse. Immediately, he hurt worse. The pain grew worse. Trying to get him to back off the words, he. But you see, he had learned to hold fast to his faith. He said, no, thank God they laid hands on me in the name of Jesus. I believe I've received my healing. Before the service was over, he was totally delivered and never had another problem with it, back problem. Now notice Jesus says, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing, nothing shall be impossible to you. Nothing shall be impossible to you. Now that's strong language, isn't it? If you had faith as a seed. Now just forget the word mustard. I think we get involved with that sometimes we miss the whole point. <laughs> if you had faith as a seed, you would say. What would you say? You would say what you believe. You would say to the problem, you won't hinder me any longer. You would say to that allergy in the name of Jesus, you will not hinder me any longer. You're a thing of the past. I'm saying it in the name of Jesus. Somebody said, what if it grows worse? Just keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Faith cometh by hearing. See, Jesus is telling you how to plant your faith. See, if you go over to the 17th chapter of Luke, Jesus said to his disciples, when they said to him, Lord, increase our faith, he said in so many words, he says, fellas, you don't need more faith. What you need to do is use what you have by planting it. And he said, the way you plant it is to say it. He said, if you had faith as a mustard seed, you would say unto this sycamine tree, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. It would obey you. The inanimate object. Now, you know, he's not talking about rooting up trees anyway. He's talking about problem areas. Specifically there, he's talking about unforgiveness. You ever heard somebody say, well, you just know what so-and-so did to me. I just can't forgive them. Well, I don't know what they did for you, but I know what unforgiveness will do for you. It'll kill you. <laughs> Jesus tells you how to get rid of it. See, the context of that in Luke, the 17th chapter, is that he had said that if a man committed trespass against thee seven times in a day and he repent, thou shalt forgive him. We can all make it the first time pretty good. 
some of us can squeeze by the second time, but the third time we want to bust his lip, you know. <laughs> but now what did Jesus say? See, the apostles, now notice this was the apostles. They said, Lord, increase our faith. Now what did faith have to do with it? They understood that it took faith to forgive a man that did the same thing seven times in one day. In other words, you can do things by faith you can't do any other way. In one of the Gospels, one records it this way, 70 times 7 in one day. Now what Jesus is doing, he's just making it an impossible situation for the natural realm. So it has to be supernatural to do that. And then the apostles understood that and they said, Lord, increase our faith. (laughs) You can forgive by faith when you can't do it any other way. Now here's the secret, he tells you how to do it. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. In other words, faith works like a seed, and the way you plant it is to say it. Say to the sycamine tree. Now notice, they're probably walking down a path, and there's a tree in the middle of that path. He said, now, fellas, you don't need more faith, because if you had faith as a seed, you could say to this tree, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. It would obey. See, the King James says it should. The Greek says it's strong in that. The interlinear Greek says it would obey you. Now, what he's saying is that you can do it by faith if you start saying it, what you're going to do. See, now, when people say to me, well, you know, I just can't forgive. I say, well, how long have you been saying that? Well, I guess about 10 years now. I said, well, it worked real good, didn't it? Jesus said you could have what you say and you've been having what you said. Now Jesus tells you how to undo that thing. He said begin to say to the problem. See unforgiveness there was the problem. Say to it. You won't hinder me any longer. You'll be cast into the sea. You'll be covered by the blood of Jesus. I put this thing under the blood in the name of Jesus. I make a decision to forgive and I do forgive. You hear me saying it? I forgive them in Jesus' name. I may not want to. I may wish to God I didn't have to. But Jesus said I do, so I will. See, when Abraham, when there was no hope, Abraham believed in hope. He made a decision to believe. Well, how could you believe in something when there's not any? See, there was no natural hope as far as Abram was concerned. He's 99 years old and his wife's 90. But he went to the Word of God and got him some supernatural hope. That's where you get your hope, from the Word of God. Now, if you'll begin to say that in things that have overcome you in life and begin to say to them, you won't hinder me any longer. I'm saying it. Say it aloud where you can hear you say it. You don't have to go tell your neighbor about it. You're the one that needs to hear it. I think this is where people make a mistake with the faith thing. They go out and tell their unbelieving neighbor everything they're confessing. And they tell their unbelieving church members. And they try to talk you out of it. No, you're the one who needs to hear it, not your unbelieving neighbor or some unbelieving church member. It's for your benefit. God said, remind me of what I've said. He doesn't want you to remind him because he's forgetful. He wants you to remind him so you'll hear it. Hallelujah. Well, we could get on a side journey here. In fact, I guess we already have, haven't we? But now let me point out something to you here. Back up there to Matthew, the 10th chapter. When the man said, I brought my son to your disciples and they could not cure him. Well, they could have, but they didn't because they backed off their faith. 
Now let's read from Matthew, the 10th chapter, verse 1. And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Now, could they do it or couldn't they do it? He gave them power and authority, you see, over all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Now, I heard Oral Roberts say something in the charismatic conference that stuck with me, and it helped me tremendously. He read this verse, and he said, Notice that Jesus gave them power over all sickness and all diseases, but didn't give them power to heal all people. Now, that'll answer some of your questions. Somebody said, well, some get healed and some don't. That's right. Some won't receive it. Some don't understand it. Some people rather be sick. Now, not a whole lot of them, but some. I've met some of them. <laughs> I remember one lady in Anaheim Convention one time was killed Copeland me. I had taught on faith and healing. And she came to the book table after the service. And boy, I mean, she gave me a bad time. She said, I know what you're saying. She was paralyzed. She's in a wheelchair. She said, I want you to know that God put me in this wheelchair. I said, no, sister, God didn't put you there. Yeah, I know he did. He made me have that car wreck. I said, no, God didn't make you have that car wreck. The thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, she said, I know it was God. I said, well, what makes you think it was God? Well, she said, because if I wasn't in this wheelchair, I couldn't write this book. I was afraid to ask her what the title of the book was. <laughs> but I'll guarantee you it was on suffering. But I just held fast to the Word, and she finally tuned up and bawled a little about it. But I just said what the Word said. Well, to make a long story short, when Jerry Savell was teaching in the next service, why, I had gone out and was out at the book table visiting with some of my partners there, and I heard a roar go up inside, and someone came out, and I said, well, what happened in there? I said, there's some lady that Jerry said, get up and act on your faith and confess your healing. And some lady got up out of her wheelchair and pushed it down front. It was the lady that was at my book table. <laughs> well, you see, sometimes it's because of a lack of knowledge that people don't receive their healing. But you see, here in the 10th chapter of Matthew, Jesus said he gave them power over all sickness and all disease, not over all people. Now, see, if I couldn't have gotten that woman in that wheelchair... To agree with the Word of God and change her mind. See, she was thinking contrary to the Word of God. She believed God had given her that paralytic condition. Wasn't God at all. And when she found out it was the devil, in fact, I remember saying to her, and I guess I said it by the Spirit of God because I didn't have any special revelation. I just heard it coming out of my mouth. I said, Sister, you're already healed and just don't know it. Well, thank God she got up out of that wheelchair and pushed it down front. So you see, Jesus gave them power over sickness and disease, over all sickness and all disease, but not power to heal all people. And so it helps us we understand that. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now our CD offer this week is CD offer number 7235. It's called Manifestations of the Spirit. 
And uh, over a period of 30, 40 years, I've had more manifestations of the Spirit, I suppose, concerning business deals and situations, decisions I made in everyday life. And this is where people miss it sometimes. They say, well, these manifestations of the Spirit just for spiritual things. Well, they are for spiritual things as well, but they're also to give you a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, that's part of it. There's nine gifts of the Spirit. We won't try to talk about all of them. But I have had many manifestations of this. I've looked at property and spoke to the ground and called the property to come to me in Jesus' name. And they said, that property will never sell. Everybody I talked to said, the timber company owns, they'll never sell it. But in 10 days, it came available. And I had a manifestation of the Spirit revealing to me that that property was good for development, and it came by the Spirit of God. And Paul said the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. In other words, if you get the manifestation of the Spirit, you can rest assured that you've heard from God, And you have to learn how these things come about. And over time, you can feel the impression in your spirit. That's CD offer number 7235, Manifestations of the Spirit. Now, one lady wrote me, and she said, The Lord told me to send you an offering. And she said, Lord, I'm going to do it after I come back from the store. She had to walk to the store. Uh, I think there and back it was a mile. And the Lord said, No, do it now. That's what she got in her spirit. It was a word of wisdom. And she said, well, I'm going to do it when I come back. So she walked there, pulled out her checkbook, and found out she didn't have another check. She had written the last one. And the Lord tried to reveal it by getting her to find that out before she walked. She had to walk two miles then. And that's the manifestation of the Spirit is profitable. That CD offer number, 7235, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is Lord. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.